The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to just use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. You are a coward. You are Andrew Mackey. You are Andrew <laughs> Mackey of podcasts. <laughs> and if you, if you did your own podcast, it would just be average and terrible. But because you're with us, we've made you into this, into this great podcast that everybody knows. <laughs> Be great. All right, so this is the vlogcast for round 12. The emotionally checked out tiger from Richmond Starburns is here, and I'm joined by the Andrew Mackey of podcasts from St Kilda, Cookson. Hello for another week of depression. Bigfooty's number one ex- international exporter from Hawthorne Penal. It's not the same unless you have skin in the game. <laughs> From North, we have the future owner of Bigfooty, Dan. Are we having the Dan Chainsaw Massacre? Or, or did he buy a bike with his lotto winnings? I can't tell what that is. It's a dildar. It's full of fucking tree from last week. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, we have the head of security on the white thread from the Collingwood board, Morgan Ashley. White power. (laughs) Can't be saying that. I can't be saying that. You don't understand, Dan. There's penis segregation. (laughs) Goo or tears? Yeah, I've got goo. I've got goo for me and my white power friends on the white game day thread on the Collingwood board. <laughs> I've never been so thrilled to be a team board poster than I was on Sunday. And, and the, you're a team board regular, right? Was, oh, yeah. I'm a team board regular. Like, they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> and now half of them hate me even more. <laughs> and the other half feel so conflicted. And the other half feel conflicted because I'm head of security. And they can't really diss me because otherwise they'll be in the black thread. You can't be negative in the white thread, so you have to just abide by my rules. They hate you right down to your um, Joe Danaher avatar. They hate me to my white core. Oh, poor glasses. Oh, what a hoot. I don't know whose idea it was to create a black game day thread for the negative people and for the angry melters and a white game day thread for the more level-headed humans. But it's hilarious. It's a ridiculous amount of work for no reason. I love how the black thread, like, I I'm, I'm, really wish someone had have arced up over being labelled the black thread or being labelled the... Because you know the people who are melting would consider themselves the realists. Yeah. And it's just like, why, why, are, you, why are you lumping us in with the, the... Why are you calling us the pessimists, sort of, um... Yeah, black and that's what, that's what they've been doing after the game. <laughs> So they didn't, have, they didn't have enough time to do it beforehand. So now there's like a 14-page thread on how they won. Like, not their team won. A victory for free speech. Won. No, their thread won because it had more posts. That's because you're a bunch of idiot melters who, like, just write one word. Like, die and born. Just, like, you contribute nothing. Sack the coach. Sack the coach. Buckley's Out original. Gone. 44 pages to 21. The free speech advocates have taken a decisive victory over the nanny state do-gooders. You are a do-gooder. That's not even more. That doesn't prove our point even more. Like, 
Of course, there's always going to be more negative than positive things to say, you stupid fucks. And it's not like we weren't critical in the thread either, just we weren't mental about it. And every time somebody was, I was supposed to get out of here. Was it only a week or two ago we were talking about team boards? Yeah, about that. Yeah, this is peak team board. Like, this I don't, is brilliant. Yeah, I don't, well, this I don't will, this know really how this gets to... topped. I don't know how this gets topped. Yeah, like e- even the Geelong board that's that's had to fucking start a pledge, uh, a pledge to stop hating each other. Even they haven't had to split up the threads yet. So this is as unprecedented as Clayton Oliver. We're just before our time, so we don't want to have to get to pledging to be nice to each other. So what we'll do is we'll, we know that we're beyond help, so we'll just split up. And then we will we'll be side by side in our other threads. And, and Morgs will decide who goes where. <laughs> and I, I just self-proclaim myself to be in charge. <laughs> just let you do it. And, and, they, and they came along and were like, well, this wasn't what we planned, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got goo for the Collingwood board mods. You're doing a great job. <laughs> There was a bit more to it, though. Like, they, they were doing some work across those two threads, were they not? Oh, yeah. Not only, not only do they split up the threads, but if, they, if I deemed posts to be not compliant with my rules and I told somebody to get out, they would move that post to the negative thread. Oh, I can't believe that. Like, who can be fucked really following a match day thread that closely? And mid-game. Like, yeah. <laughs> They didn't even get to enjoy the win because they were too busy moving posts. (laughs) Such a funny, funny day. No, but well done. Collingwood Board Mods, I applaud you on being just ahead of the game. (laughs) Game changers. You know what? They are what Brad Culpepper wishes he was. The game changer. The only way I see this being topped is, like, if the, the Port Adelaide board, t- like, takes the segregation thing a little too seriously <laughs> and takes their white power thing a little bit too seriously and starts actually segregating people based on race or something. Because I could see China. that happen. The Chinese fans have to go post in different threads. All the Chinese fans, because, you know, they're going to get a million of them, aren't they? So when, when all these Chinese puffer fish turn up, the bogan ones that sing Never Tear Us Apart are going to get angry. Yep, they'll have a white power thread and then a Chinese thread. Either that or like... Yellow peril thread. <laughs> the Sydney board could have like a Sydney supporters part, like Sydney-based and Melbourne-based. Just split them up. <laughs> Prittus lovers and Prittus haters. It was just so enjoyable. Because like we won, and you just know the other thread were really unhappy that we won. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's that's the best part about the gloat thread about the people have spoken. Literally, the second post after that win, this is what you care about. Really, it's just that just sums it up. <laughs> it's just... See, you might, you may have had more posts, but you've lost. Like you've lost because you've missed the point. <laughs> yeah, like you know what? I hate Hardwick. I don't think he's taking us anywhere. If Hardwick wins a flag, I don't give a fuck. I'll put my hands up and say, you know what? Wrong, but. You know, if when you win, when you win, you get a good win. You don't care about yeah, being if, right. If, or... if ever there was a time to eat some humble pie and not try and make it about yourself and gloat. Yeah, yeah it was probably when your team won two, me- two and a half men down interstate. That was when you probably put your hands up and go, you know what, good win, well coached. All right, t- I'll pick your battles, idiots. Tip your hat. It's not all about you, you black threaders. 
<laughs> Black threads matter. <laughs> yeah, who wants to go next? We spent ten minutes laughing at the Collingwood board. I'll have tears. It's not been an optimistic week in terms of players when it comes to Cookie. I was happy, you know, this time last week. United were going to get Griezmann. Fife was coming to St Kilda. Space of 24 hours, our dreams are down the toilet. Now it's Tom Rockcliffe. Ugh, kill me now. If, if we get Tom Rockcliffe, I'll be fucking pissed. You, you'll you need a second thread on the security board just for you? It's this, I'll put it to you this way. There's like five people on the security board who think, oh, Rockcliffe's a good player. He gets the ball a lot. It's like, what the fuck does he do with it? Look at the game. He's a, he's a very good super coach player. He's not a very good football player, if that makes sense. Well, we've known, that, we've known that forever. Head of the curve. If our, grand, if our grand free agent signing is Tom Rockliffe, then we ain't winning a flag for the next 20 years. <laughs> Avoid him. 20 years. You are, Kil- you are St. Kilda. Probably not due for another 20. He is yeah, man, that, 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 that's a pretty safe bet. Rockliffe or no Rockliffe? I still have optimism. Positivity? The power of positivity. And no Rockliffe. It'll be a good get for you guys. Weren't you on board like a couple of weeks ago about getting... Yeah, he was. He was. I was not on board. I'm s- no, you were. I, was never on board. You, you, I think you were. I think we can find it. Yeah. You, you, I don't you care. You were surprisingly upbeat about it. Not Cookie was on. Aliens took you, my if, mind. If you, legitimately think, if you legitimately think Rockcliffe is a good player, then that's okay. We, we won't make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. He'll fit in well. I mean, if, if you want to give up a first round pick and next re- and next year's first round pick for him, that that's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't think Brisbane. I don't think he's a free agent, and I don't think Brisbane will match. They won't. Ri- ah. They won't risk not being able to get rid of him and getting good compo. <laughs> and get pick two. Yeah, exactly. They could get pick two if they get rid of him. Whereas if, well, they could get pick two anyway. That could be where Hawthorne are. But. <laughs> No, I think they'll they'll take the compo rather than risk Rockcliffe going, oh, they'll pay me the same to stay in Brisbane and crab it up, sure. So they'll let him go, I think. No trades. So Cookie, you won't even have a challenge on your hands. Ugh. Just get Cali, please. Love of God. But So so why isn't Fife happening? Because he's too injured out. to spend one and a half million a year on. It's all smoke and shadows behind the mirrors, though, mate. Ross Lyons ruined him. Because I saw that in the in the papers over here uh, the other day, and normally that's a pretty good sign that it's gonna happen. Mm. If the papers are saying it won't, it's like the fucking Kim Kim Hagdorn rule or something. Yeah, like St Kilda already ruled out of the Fife race, or was it? No, it might have been the Dusty race earlier this season. I can't keep track of who's into who, except that North's into everyone, and Hawthorne think they're getting everyone. There was some ripper oh, trade deals on the Hawks board, like. We'll trade out two first-rounders for Gunston. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that, fuckers. Penal of Dan, we got anything? Five tears. We've had a, a spat of unfortunate terrorist attacks in the UK, and it's, it's not good. It's it's the world we live in. But it's, it's made me think about the pigs responsible for this sort of thing. And and they seem to be getting a like an easy way out when they're just shot instantly, you know, because half of them or most of them think that they're going to some paradise world with a hundred virgins and on the beach. 72 actually. So 72. So it's made me think, well, how can we stop this in the short term and the long term? We capture them and we, and we just torture them. I think <laughs> we make them read like the calling like black s- and white threads. That's what we do. Yeah. That. Yeah, they, we make them watch reruns of Home and Away and Survivor Australia. Um, <laughs> no, make no. Make them play for Fremantle. 
if if you if, if you're responsible for replacement buses filled with Chinese food, yes, and we do some real medieval torturing shit. And I'm, I'm talking Theon Greyjoy and Ramsay Snow sort of shit, and we do that for like a year, two years, and then we get them on a plane and we we throw them off the plane over the origin of the country they live in. No parachutes. Or we chop off their arms and we do give them a parachute. <laughs> Either way, it's going to make these people think, I don't want to do this because there's a chance that I get captured and I'm going to be tortured for, for years on end. And I don't want to be tortured. I don't want my arms and legs chopped off. I don't want my farm parts messed up with. I don't want my eyeballs gouged out. That's some pretty heavy tears. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 made, me, it's made me think. And, you know, it, we, you've got to fight evil with evil, I think. I watched parts of this this Manchester um, concert that they're having, where all these people are coming together, and all these big acts are coming together, and they're all singing, you know, all these harmony sort of together sort of songs. And maybe, this isn't doing. Yeah, give peace a chance. This is not going to do shit. There's going to be some other terrorist attack that's going to happen in that city or some other city. It's inevitable. So ha- ha- how do you stop it? Yes, uh, good goodwill is usually not uh, returned in kind. So, and, like, this is where dickhead uh, Trudeau, who won't let me into his country, falls down as a, as a leader because I think he was on the record saying, you know, if you kill the terrorists, they win, which, no, if you let them commit terrorist acts, they win. Yeah, the, the whole fight hate with love thing is a bit short-sighted. Oh, it's, it's a fair bit of wankery. Absolutely, I'm not sure what Dan's solutions, the Dan's ideas. It's the only, it's the only solution, and it's okay. But then what makes you, what makes you better? What makes you better than them? No, I'm not saying we are. I want to put a stop to terrorism. And if 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 these people are going to think twice about what they're going to do, then then let's do it. Let's just torture the shit out of these people. Here's what we should do: we capture them, we store them away in some random desert place. And we get them to listen to Jose over and they over. Already li- and they over already live in the desert. They already live in the desert. They, they got to listen to the... Well, then we dump them in Geelong. To, to well, Moss Adelaide. Every day. That's, that's probably worse than listening to Jose every day. You could probably do it easier, though, if you did kill them. Because like, some of them are Muslim. No, you could probably do it easier by feeding them to the pigs, bricktop style. Because, you know, pigs are filthy animals that they can't eat. So you, you feed them to the pigs, they're all... No, it's too easy. You got to hang on to them for a couple of years and torture them every single day. And they're crying. They they want to they want to be killed instantly. They're crying for their mums. It's like, nah, mate. You still got another two or three years of torture left. This is what you deserve. And all your little friends back home, all your family, got to know about this. <laughs> and it's going to make them all think, nah, we're not going to do this anymore. Nobody's going to like you. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, or they can it, live with they can live with Sue's for a week. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, at which point are they the only ones who get this treatment? Or of course, do you, do yeah. You, do, yeah. You, do you take it for Mr. Aaron types, Rolfs? No, pedophiles are just people just too. People, they're just no. Well, do you, do you think terrorists are should, who are captured should be afforded the rights to fair trial and innocent until proven guilty? And well, I, I don't think proving their guilt should be that difficult. And beyond that, no, I don't. Think, okay, I don't. I don't well, think beyond that. Being just shot on the on the spot is too easy of an out for those people. It's too easy. Morgs, you've been awfully quiet. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not one that 
thinks we should buy fire with fire. No. You know what? It just sounds very black thread to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say. I don't like Dan's idea, but at the same yes, time, not, I understand. I understand where the I understand where the idea comes from, but I just don't know if it if it works. I'll be hailed as the next Mother Teresa or, or Gandhi or, Teresa. or Mandela or something like that. The, the, pers- the, pers- the person that stopped terrorism in this in this world. I can imagine you just lining up Nobel Peace Prize. Which means we'll finally find out what your face looks like, Dan. Are you well, prepared I'm, to have that? Um, no, I'll just put a brown paper bag over my head. <laughs> well, what, 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 do you, what do you do then? What's the alternative? I don't know, but I'd... we're going to have these musical concerts every time there's a bomb yeah, that goes I'm, off. We're going to have all these. No, I'm not artists. saying those are a good idea either, but we're not the SRP board. <laughs> I just don't think castrating them after you catch them is really going to do it. It seems unnecessary to leave blood. Sends a very strong message to anyone that messes with Australia, the United States, the UK, and all these other big countries around the world. You fuck with us, and we'll fuck you up. Did anyone uh, ever watch the The Onion movie, as in the Onion News Network movie? No. Well, basically, the the premise of that film was that a bunch of terrorists take a news station hostage and th- uh, threaten to blow it up. And the way uh, and the way they resolve that situation is by a getting a bunch of Peruvians in to shoot lasers out of their eyes and therefore disarm the bombs with their lasers that they shoot out of their eyes, and B, getting Steven Seagal in to make all the terrorists from the Middle East realise that they actually love Western culture. We don't need to resort to Dan's extreme measures. We just need to get a bunch of Peruvians in and Steven Seagal. Problem solved. Well, if we can't get Steven Seagal, we can always get Chris Judd, yeah? Fucking hell. I just don't know what to say about any of this. Torture the terrorists. You know it's right. Vote for Dan. Fucking Pauline Danson over here. Yes, I think they get off easy, Dan. But at the same time, I don't think any of that's going to work, and I don't think it's the right. I don't think it's the answer. Oh, it's not the right. It's not the right thing to do. Poor terrorists. No, the I'm poor saying, terrorists. I'm not saying, I'm not saying the poor we should be easy on them. I'm saying lock. I'm saying lock them in. Lock them in a cell forever and don't fucking and burn the cell. With, with, <laughs> no, with one window in it and feed them gruel. Yeah. Okay. But, like a supermax prison, or like one of those really oh, fucked oh, up Russian prisons. Yeah, you don't need to cut their balls off. Hang on. Why not? Here, here we go. How do you guys like this? Scaphism, also known as the boats, was an ancient Persian method of execution designed to inflict torturous death. The method entails trapping the victim inside two boats, feeding and covering them with milk and honey, and allowing them to fester and be devoured by vermin. Can, can we agree on that as a compromise? <laughs> This no, it sounds awfully weird and gay. Honey and milk. <laughs> We're trying to hey, hey, it, it lathers them up. Uh, they, they can think they're getting their 72 virgins, and, and then all of a sudden... It sounds like something you would be into. Piss off. What, because of the milk? <laughs> no, just give me a, a butcher's knife and some tools, and I'll do it. <laughs> oh, I liked it better than Dan didn't have anything for this segment. <laughs> I've just given you a blueprint to world peace, man. I mean, I thought you'd be a bit more grateful and appreciative. Pino, what do you got? Oh, fuck me. I was going to have some, some, some cricket goo, but gee whiz, it's hard to be upbeat after that fucking <laughs> defeatist, defeatist flog bringing the negativity back. 
Yeah, so I've, I've got goo for the greatest captain in world sport. Kane Williamson, what a man, national treasure, national icon. So as you as you probably fucking clued on to, I'm not getting into Canada, so I'm thinking about defecting to New Zealand, and in which case, hell yes, I'm on the Kane train. Give me some of that. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm so fucking... My head's muddled up after the um, the Dan thing, but that's all I've got to say. What an icon. And now we have a goo or tears segment for Plugger. Plugger's going to have a mate in the cricket thread. Yeah, um, I, I, I know. I was liking all his posts in there. It felt weird. <laughs> I've got tears. It's also cricket-related, and it's for, this, for the Australian selectors who... Oh, there's always one, isn't there? No matter what team they pick when it matters, there's always one. It's either a Marsh brother or it's fucking some other potato. And in this case, it is Moises' what the fuck has he ever done on Reeks. Now, I don't particularly care about the Champions Trophy, but that guy should never be wearing green and gold. He's in there because he does a David Armitage to Steve Smith. I could believe that. Well, thank you, Australian selectors, for having him out there and bowling pies and letting uh, my man Kane get his uh, 100. So uh, just a shame that the uh, the weather intervened, as it always fucking does in England. Let's go to the recaps. Only six games this week. We'll begin with the closest one of them all. Look, it's hard to believe that only... Ten days ago, West Coast hadn't lost to an expansion club, and now they've lost two. Is that like a fucking ultra coach killers Hall of Fame, losing to them both in consecutive weeks? Well, it, it's amazing, really. It's unprecedented. Yeah, like the flat track tag, like they flat tracked over him as was expected, and it was no surprise that they won. Now GWS gone past and they lost to them. Fair enough, but ultimately. Losing to the Suns when you're considered a flat track team like West Coast who gets it done against the bad ones, doesn't against the good ones. That's a huge indictment on them, their ability to travel. Yeah, and, and, and you just know if this had been in, in Subiaco, they probably would have won by 10 goals. So yeah. they, they just really cannot travel, except for fucking Adelaide for some reason. Probably because yeah. it's a shorter flight. I, I don't know what their deal is, but they need to sort it out real soon or else they're not going to make finals. No. West Coast aren't going to make finals. In a year like this, if they can't beat the Suns on the road, who are they going to beat on the road? If they can't beat Hawthorne on the road, who are they going to beat? Yeah. It's... Yeah, like, fucking Brisbane's the only team you'd, you'd mark down a win away from home against. And I'd back Brisbane against them at home anyway. Eagles don't have the midfield pace. I mean, Mitchell's good, but he's slow as shit. Prittis, good, slow as shit. And mm. their midfield just... Their team's just so vanilla. It is. And look, nothing sums up West Coast on the road and just what a different team they are than that last 40 seconds. Oh. Like, what the fuck was that? You have Shannon Hearn. You have a kick out. You are three points down. Mm. What do you do? You kick it short 30 metres to the player, which, and just let the sun yeah, just, keep just chip it around the Yeah, just chip it around the back pocket when you need to win the game. That is a team that it clearly was so. They were just scared to lose. They, they thought they had it locked up and then it was pinched and then they didn't know what to do. I don't know what else there is to say. They're just... Jack Darling sums that team up, really. He should be better than he is, but he isn't mentally weak, mentally fragile. Like, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's just like all that. between the ears with him. Like, I, I don't know how 
how many times I've seen them just run out and be beaten before the ball is bounced at the MCG. Yeah, and now now it's catching on. Like now they're actually and, believing and now that they can't of the, win on the yeah, road. The, the media has uh, obviously grabbed onto that, call them black track bullies, call them soft, and it's well and truly in their head now. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So Tom Lynch is also having a good season. He's probably in the mix for All-Australia. I know, big call there. Yeah, brave cookie. Uh, speak, speaking of fucking big Gold Coast Suns forward, I, I know it was, it was kind of cute when he got drafted, but how on earth has that nickname stuck to <laughs> meter pizza? Because our commentators are unoriginal. It's, it's a funny thing when you're in high school. Like, I could get that. He's, he'd be, what, 21, 22 now in his third or fourth year? Well, he's still two metres tall, it. so what, what makes it different now? Just stop. It, it, it's less endearing <laughs> when you're talking about a like proper grown footballer rather than like a someone who's in high school and about to be drafted. Need to replace his dictator. Like, call him Righty or Petey. Yeah, what we need to do is get uh, get Ruzi down to coach the Suns next yeah, year. Some real nickname. That, That'll that will put an end to this fucking mess. Righty, righty, Gazzy, Holy, Maisie, Sexy, Sexy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Rosy, stop talking. No, it, he wouldn't be holy. It'd be boggy, boggy. Oh, and who could forget? He he'd break out the Jasney for real. <laughs> Oh, Dwayne Russell's already done that, though, hasn't he? Let's go to Morgs' game, and it's amazing to think there was actually a game, like, when you consider that the match thread was the most interesting part, but Collingwood was so brave, literally. Shut up. But, but you literally Shut were. Up. You were brave. You won. Like, winning... So brave. You can be brave you if you win. Yeah. You're allowed to be brave if you won. No, huge, we don't be huge. brave anymore. Don't be brave anymore? We, no, we just win. That's it. I'm oh, sick we, of brave. We just win. No, we don't want to be brave. Brave, we were brave last year, and brave got us nowhere. This year, we just want to win. Yeah, and you're brave winners. Yeah, and you're yeah. brave. You can, you're no. still one. Don't be wankers. <laughs> we're not being we're wankers. Right. It's just like you, you won. Very complimenting your team on one of the tougher road trips. Go it's around. a compliment. Yeah. Can't yeah, take it, it on a, board. It's a very, very tough road trip. Very brave. Play, didn't have to play against the boo crowd though. We didn't get the moral victory. We got the normal victory. It came at a cost with Elliot going down, but I think having the win itself and then the but, victory. But, but, in appar- all... but apparently, apparently only the uh, supporters in the black thread got the moral victory. <laughs> no, no, no. They got the they got the real victory. We got the moral victory because we we sit on the moral high ground that they don't have. But yeah, it was a good win. I'm not very optimistic about Queen's birthday considering Melbourne are playing their grand final, but. Daniel Wells did a calf. Everybody acts surprised. It's his other calf. He's got no calf now. <laughs> did Elliot get injured? Can yeah. you just, just can you play with our calves? Can you just get rid of his? Yeah, just, I'm not sure. Just, Maybe just we can take them your... out of somebody that's shit like Maynard. Yeah. Can you do a calf transplant? Oh, Why not? The, the people in the black thread, the only people person they like is Maynard. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? Yeah, they're idiots. It's um, getting more messed up than the Geelong board, by the sounds of things. It's much, it's much worse than the Geelong board. They don't have separate threats. But look, it was a very good win. I think we had every reason not to win that game. Like except, like Fremantle aren't that good. They've just you were brave. Dece- they were deceivingly in fifth position on the ladder. I don't know how that happened. Can I just go to something before on that? I actually spied the ladder this week. 
and I compared Port Adelaide with Fremantle. They had the same amount of wins before this week, and the percentage gap was 67. <laughs> Fremantle only had like a better percentage than two other teams, I think. Yeah, we discussed it last week. Hawthorne, yeah. Hawthorne, Brisbane, Brisbane, someone. Maybe Carlton. Carlton might know. be. Yeah, Carlton might be the other one. Yeah. Right, that's how terrible they are. I don't know which flog teams were losing to Fremantle, but just terrible. I think they got found out. Like Collingwood had the injuries and Fremantle lost, and I think it gave a fair account of Fremantle lost one that they should have won for all the ones that they won that they shouldn't have. And it, it sort of um, evened it, itself out in the end, and maybe Collingwood got one where they've been unlucky a couple of times. No, I, I don't, we, we weren't lucky to win this game. We earned this game. If we got right. lucky, if we got lucky in one, then maybe that makes up for it. But we haven't had a lucky win yet. We yeah, earned for it. sure. They they dominated most of the day. So but yeah, Fre- Fremantle getting found out, I think, is more the story yeah. rather than a lot of teams. Though would if you gave them up as many injuries as you did, would probably if they were that close, would probably they would have put us away. The they would have got you in yeah. the end. And I think that summed yeah. it up. Like you, well, you got a, a team that team couldn't with... do it to you the week that it happened. Yeah. Even even when we. Even when we let them get close, we still kicked away in the last quarter with no players left. Yeah, that was that like, was the funniest Tyson, part. <laughs> Tyson Goldsack was on the ground who couldn't lift his arm up. I, I think that that deserves a bit of a bit of goo for he was brave. His, his effort. Yeah. Dan, I really don't like you taking the piss. Don't take the piss, Dan. <laughs> to the black thread. With Sorry. You, yeah, Dan, okay. you're going in the black thread. You're so. I'm insane. going in. I'm going into Blackfred, okay. On Queen's birthday, we're going like to... Qu- South African. <laughs> on Queen's birthday, we're going to have a black and a white thread. I'm not, I'm not sure the what bay. the difference will be, but like one can just be the one Morgs dictates. And the I'm, other ha- I'm happy to go on the black thread. I know what I we'll have. We'll have... We'll have a black thread and a white thread, and not that it's got anything to do with it, but when next time Hawthorne plays Geelong, and all the shit fighters can fuck off to the black thread, and all the normal people can post in the white one. So we'll call it the poo thread and the... Goo thread. <laughs> and the poo poo thread, thread and goo. Nothing else on Collingwood Freo? Oh, no, the Buckley haters. Like, it's so funny, because the black thread of the Buckley haters, too. So they couldn't celebrate the game because Buckley got another win. All they had was the post counts. Let's move on then. The Crows stumbled again against Geelong. Rory Sloan tagged out of it. Dangerwood were very good. Hawkins was fairly impressive. And Geelong got another win. I have never yeah. seen a team carried by so little players as Geelong team. It's a couple of good but... players to be carried by, though. Like, seriously, they're when they're up and about, those two, they're pretty tough tag team to stop like you know they're, they're Batman and Robin-esque aren't they Dan? Oh I wouldn't go that far but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Look they lift some very ordinary players around them it's got to be said they make players like Andrew Mackey look like they're um... they do he actually played alright he's played 200 <laughs> wins now that disgusts me yeah, yeah. yeah like the, the whole time being carried by better players around him but look for all the, for all the shit about Joel Selwood that we give him for being a ducker and a you know, he speeds and all that, like... <laughs> For all the shit we give Selwood, though, like, some of his acts in that game, in particular the one that resulted in the gash, which I've no idea how he got a gash that deep, but some of those acts oh my where God, he just goes and so goes big and goes. smiling. So <laughs> ugly. <laughs> you put some eyeballs on it and he's got like a third. He's got a second head. Yeah, he was good. He's, I mean, he, he steps up. As much shit as we give him, 
um, and other players from Geelong, he always steps up. He's a superstar. Yeah, mate, you can't question his bravery. He's, he's quite brave. No, he, can't. He, he has legitimate brave, not the sort of bullshit brave that we label other teams when they get a, a surprise win. This is legitimate well, bravery. Unless it, but, but it wasn't bullshit bravery when it was Collingwood, Dan. Oh, okay, fair enough. Goldsack was pretty brave. Um. What the hell was that? <laughs> oh, it was meant to be a fucking Donald Duck quacking song, but obviously it wasn't loud enough. Yeah, I thought it was quacky something. I'm thinking, what that? That's Joel Selwood in a nutshell. Oh, my God. Hawthorne supporters will give no credit. No, because no one gives fucking Luke Hodge any credit either, well, so why should Selwood get it? Because he wants to. Oh, you think Hodge isn't, a t- isn't tough? No, he's a thug. Uh, no, he's a thug. He doesn't go hard at the ball. He goes hard at people's heads when they're next to goalposts. Yeah, like a good bloke. A, the two aren't mutually exclusive, you know. That's You know, you can do both. No. You can be a thug and be brave. Hodgie's not brave. Look, no, you can, you can be a thug and be brave at the same time. Like, that's clear. Like, just look at um, American policemen. Just fucking gunning, gunning down unarmed black teens in the street one moment. Next minute, they'll dive into a river to save a drowning puppy. Why are we so SRP this week? Hodgie's more of a terrorist than anything else. I'm going to make sure I post this straight on the SRP board when the time comes. <laughs> SRP podcast. Anything else out of Geelong... Adelaide, like Sloan was disappointing. Most of the Adelaide forward line was disappointing, and geez, they just didn't really turn up. Walker missed some easy ones. Did I do it? Record is getting disappointed. Did I do over Rory last week? Yeah, you gave him the kiss of death. Oh fuck! Mm. Sorry, Rory. Please forgive me. Yeah, they've got the problems that I think a lot of people thought they were going to have before this season started. They papered over them, but they got found out by Geelong of all teams. Like Geelong have a great midfield. Crows are a bit one-dimensional. And it showed. It, no matter how good your forward line is, if you're not getting good supply, you're not going to kick a winning score. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't get much out of Eddie. They couldn't get much out of Tex. And but, Josh Goosman. Bloody hell, though. Play. Just imagine stick Dangerfield into that Crows midfield. And, oh, yeah. like, no team would get within 10 goals of them. That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be brilliant. And amazingly, he still might not win a flag at Geelong. But had he stayed in Adelaide, fair chance they would have. Um, which is funny. You could end up with two semi-to prelim teams or one flag team. But... Yeah. Anything hmm. on the Hawkins punch? Good call, I reckon. Like the AFL said they're clamping down on it, and he's stupid enough to do it. No, yeah, you, you, have to be. you were warned. I mean, I don't like the rule, but just, just like, extra, like rule extra, week, extra weekend of zingers for, for Tom, that's all. He gets the bye this week, so it'll be two weeks off. Uh, I got nothing else on that. Next game. Richmond beat North. Oh, dear. Yeah, they did. We did, Dan. All, all, that, all that history accounted for nothing. Well, it means you've had to... You, the only time you've beaten us recently is when we've played a VFL team or when we've had to retire a thousand games worth of experience oh, and you've had you to cash in on an inexperienced North. Yes, yes, I can. Oh, only one, of, no, those, we were, only no. one of those players wasn't washed up anyway. Who was that? Boomer, the oldest one. Boomer, Del Santo, uh, Daniel Sammy. Well. Oh, Daniel, you didn't retire him, he left. Um, well, he's, he, he was kicked out nonetheless. <laughs> Anyways, North North were flat. Richmond were good. Fellow really. North Melbourne future superstar Dustin Martin wasn't tagged, and I think that you can read whatever you want into that. 
If you were serious about getting Dustin Martin, you'd have tagged him and dropped his contract. No, I, no, I, I think the complete opposite. We wanted to give Dusty a good game. So, Dusty, do whatever you want. But you just pushed his value up, like touch, touch, and, 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 and you just got it, and you just let him see what a rabble you were. Well, no, fucking remember when? Remember when North missed out on Eddie Betts because of fifty k? They could miss out on Dusty on Dusty because of fifty k. Uh, it could be this fifty k that they've just pushed his price up by. Listen, if we can go after Kelly and Martin, we can up the offer to get Martin. Make no mistake. And Richmond won't be able to match it. And even if they can match it, no other club has ever matched a free agent offer to date. Yeah, and the Crows would have, but for the fact that they knew where they knew why he was going. But anyway, he's not going uh, anywhere, Dan. You're going to look going. really dumb at the end of the no. year. No, I mean, he's coming. I be... mean, there were North supporters cheering every time he touched the ball. I know. How embarrassing, how embarrassing <laughs> is that going to be for them? Dear idea. Uh, what else? Now. Oh, yeah, Trent, Trent Cotchin decided to play football instead of hide-and-seek. So that helped. You've been doing that all year. What else? Oh, that that um, that um, fifty meter penalty guy played well for Richmond in the forward line. He was good. Um, yeah, what he a kicked hack! Off Robbie Tarrant is what a hack. Did Prestia play well, Starburns? Yeah, his first good game he for the club. Too. That he did too. He played his good game for the year. First good game for the <laughs> club that wasn't against a non AFL standard opponent. No. Oh. So all the, all the Richmond players played well, and the North players were not woeful. We had a few down, but which was interesting. It was good that we uh, without some. As Smasher would say, you played your grand final, stubborn. <laughs> How me, the hell did Sean Atley kick two goals? I have uh, well, no idea. By accident, judging by the rest of his by accident, you know, some of his skill yep. were disgraceful. Waits miss was hilarious um, with the dribble <laughs> kick. Why didn't Jack Zebel play? Oh, he had, a, he had an okayish game, I suppose. <laughs> Did he do anything? Seriously. He popped up in the last quarter. I went, that's right, Zeebel's North's captain, and he's not in, he's not that suspended. Has the ball throughout most of the game, and you're chasing all the time. I mean, you're not going to have the ball as much as you as you usually would. I mean, it's, as he usually would. He's but he's a hugely disappointing footballer. It's not just this week. Oh yeah. He, for for a guy drafted as he is who shows glimpses of it as he does, he clearly doesn't do it consistently enough or damage enough. Mm, nah, I don't really agree with that assessment. But plays four, a, kicks goals. Yeah. Listen, you hey, can't hey. play midfield and be fat. I mean, it's just it's not possible. Luke Hodge. He's a poor man's poor man. Like <laughs> he's no a poor man's Lady Hayes. He actually reminds me of a poor man's Joe Watson if you take out the Brownlow years where he's on drugs. Yeah, I, that's it. I'm not trying to be biased either. I, you've got to contest a midfielder that can kick the ball 60 metres and play in the forward line. Yeah, okay, great, he can kick the ball 60 metres, but if you don't get any kicks, what, what good is it? Trent McKenzie can kick the ball a long way. Daniel Rich. Yeah, but that's Trent McKenzie. I mean, who the fuck's Trent McKenzie? You could have made that name up. I don't even know who Trent McKenzie is. <laughs> Cannon. Oh, yeah, I vaguely remember. Well, hang on, let me look at Zeebel's <laughs> numbers. I need to see how shit he was. Yeah, 24 touches and then five tackles. Ineffectual. Rockcliffe-esque. No, he's, no, 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 no. Rockcliffe is like <laughs> Rockcliffe sort he of was stat crap. merchant. He's fed in He doesn't crap. go out the side or get little cheapy ones. He must have That's, if he racked no, no, up no. 24 because he I, clearly I'll wasn't give you, doing I'll anything. Give you, I will give you that he doesn't get the ball... As much as he should, as a as a midfielder, but he's I, not. I, a I would stat. just say he just doesn't damage as much as he should. That was the thing. He just doesn't 
How often does he take the game by a scruff and neck? Occasionally, once a year, he might 20 and 3. And then they'll go, well, how good Zeeble? But then in, in the in-between, he's just... yeah. He's a fat plotter. You think his year's been, has been average? Yeah. Like, I, I can't think of a game where they've gone, geez, Zeeble played well. But then I haven't watched all your games, but I reckon I've watched probably or seen enough of six of them. And I can't think of one where I've gone, yeah, Zeeble's played a pretty good game. See, five goals, 24 disposals. You could have drafted Steel Sidebottom. Like, or Phil Davis. Yeah. Yeah, Liam Shields. He's always a perennial Bradley. Oh, favorite. he's part of the Jack Watts draft. Okay, let's have a look. Stephen Hill. Hamish Hartlett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Michael, oh, Michael Hurley's a good player. You could have gotten B. Oh, Hurley went before that. Christopher Yaron. Daniel. Tyrone Vickery. Oh, Hawthorne got lucky getting him. Um, <laughs> oh. And then there's, there's Jack Zeebel. Mate, well, pick yeah, not. I mean, and I mean, come on, you're a bit it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where he got drafted. It's about about what he does now, and it's like for a captain, he's he is a poor man's Liam Shield. So yeah, I mean, they. But is there is there a specific reason why we're going after Zebel? We've never gone after Big, Zebel. He's the captain of your club. He's expected to be yeah. like an on-field leader, yeah. take yeah. a club and drag him over the line. Has he has he been woeful this year? I, guy averages twenty-four disposals. He. He's he's he's, he's been nondescript. He's not setting the world on fire, but he's he's going okay. Nondescript's a good way of putting it. Like I've never pondered the question of Jack Zebel until actually he was playing against Richmond. I've gone, hang on, when when was the last time Zebel played a good game? And I'm like, I don't, I can't recall one from this year. That's not what you want from your captain. You need a truly inspiring I, leader. I, you need a Luke Hodge or a Kane Williamson, just an inspirational leader. You don't want, an, you don't want another Andrew Swallow. He's a better captain than Trent Codger. <laughs> He's no Jaron Geary, that's for sure. And that is Brownlow medalist Trent Cotchin to you, who Luke Darcy in one of his few... If he had any morals or self-respect, he would knock on Joe Watson's door and hand his Brownlow, his false Brownlow, to Joe. Dan, if Essen had any fucking morals, they'd give you my 80 bucks. Still waiting on that 80 bucks. That's Brownlow medalist Trent Cotchin, and as Luke Darcy, flogged that he is, happened to say, it has a nice ring to it. It does. Mm-hmm. It suits his hair. I, I think Dan, Dan, like the terrorist, is getting off too lightly for that last comment. In no way should Trent Cotchin have to hand his fucking Brownlow back to Joe Watson. One, oh, fucking Joe, uh, Trent Cotchin never uh, injected performance-enhancing drugs. I'm not saying he did, but he never won a Brownlow either. Right, he, he came, did, because like, he second. got the most votes as an eligible it's player. It's best and it, fairest. Equal he bonus. won the Brownlow fair and square, as did Sam Mitchell. So and it's, I will it's not hear otherwise. That. No, and Sam Mitchell can give can give his to to Job. So Job can be a two-time Brownlow medalist. He can have two Brownlow medals. How about that? It, Dan, if you believe that, then you're just a Kool-Aid chugger. No, 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 no. This is, this isn't really got nothing to do with Job Watson. This, this what, is about what, what, two guys that didn't win the Brownlow. But now have did. Brownlow medals. So, so does Chris Grant get a Brownlow? When did we invite Jade on the podcast? Well, okay, where's where, where's Corey McKernan's Brownlow medal? Where, where's his where's his Brownlow medal? Well, he was suspended. Are you forgetting the fairest part of this whole best and fairest? He was suspended. Dad. That's why Corey McKernan doesn't have one. Chris Grant doesn't have Joe one because he was suspended. At the time of winning his Brownlow medal, at the time was the best and the fairest. And then he was yes. found to not be the fairest. I agree. Yes. I agree with Dan. Lance Armstrong deserves go. his Tour de France's. Oh no no! Don't. Ben oh, Johnson on. deserves that gold medal. Yeah. How how are they different, Dan? Those those people He's were blatant cheats. They took steroids. No, this oh. isn't. This is not far from checkmate. Dan, they Dan, have two ben pieces left the on the board. Who and I haven't thought, lost any pieces. He must be left. the only Northie to ever chug Essendon Kool Aid. 
This has got nothing to do, do with Joe Watson anyways. Yes, it does. Because you're, you're, yeah. you're suggesting that the other two didn't Move deserve on. it because Joe Watson Move got on. the most Jack votes. Zeeble, Jack Zeeble is a good player and a good but, captain. No, just the, 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 the thought of... Hide and seek. He's defending Wally Joe Watson the, because of the... Cause yes, Zeeble's the thought of fucking Cochin... Cochin having a brown low has head fucked him so much that <laughs> he's gone into bat for Essendon and Joe, <laughs> and he doesn't even realise. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. That's a huge. It's not a huge stretch. It's literally where you've taken this. No, I got nothing against Trent Cochin. I don't care if he legitimately won a brown low, but he didn't legitimately won a brown low. Second, the way it is. Let's move on. We uh, we did discuss Essendon, so we'll go to GWS. Have gone to the top after beating Essendon, and they. Toyed with them, I guess is the best way to put this. Essendon had a few chances, so could have easily gone either way. The most notable thing out of this game happened at halftime uh, with Brendan Goddard's return to the rooms. Oh, the dummy spit. I saw that. A 300-game career summed up perfectly in a single moment. I mean, the people at Essendon, the ladies and gentlemen working behind the scenes of the club, they're not earning the millions of dollars, but they're doing it for the heart and the love. And some angry ranger just comes in and just ruins everything. Yeah, why would you knock over the pretzels like that? <laughs> pretzels? What were they? Probably jelly beans. Jelly beans. Oh, they, they look like pretzels from the TV. Pretzels? <laughs> Do you think AFL football is eat pretzels at half time? Well, they pop, well, it's not a stretch. Paddy McCartney, mate. If they need to eat carbohydrates and some salt, then may- maybe they- there are pretzels. Oh, salt dehydrates you. You can't eat fucking salty things. Listen, I'm just saying what I thought I saw. It doesn't necessarily mean there were pretzels and there. here come the pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had a sort of like a brownish, goldish sort of tinge to it. Just, and the way they all splattered across the room went after... Okay, Dan, they were pretzels. I'm just saying what I thought they looked like, that's all. Look, it was a typical Brendan Goddard moment, though, wasn't it? The only way it could have been better is if someone called him out for it and then he pointed to the floor or something. That would have been perfect, but... Oh, did you see a fucking Nick Rewalt in, like, the lead-up to the, the game? There was, like, a clip of Nick Rewalt saying, I've been on the end of a few BJ sprays. <laughs> like, sh- surely you could have uh, chosen your words a bit better there. <laughs> They call that a Freudian slip. But to be fair, I don't think he's been on the end of him. He's usually someone else on the end of his, isn't it? Well, maybe maybe BJ pulls rank. <laughs> it's like Ar- Armitage to Rewalt to Goddard. <laughs> the human syncopede. <laughs> oh. I don't actually have much else on this game. If I'm a staff member in that change room, so I would have gone up to Brendan and Goddard. Are you going to clean that up? <laughs> Because we're not. You'd have got a BJ spray, Dan. Uh, no, I don't think so. I would have stood my ground. You, listen here, you ageing, balding, wanker, non-premiership winning tosser. You're gonna, you're gonna pick those up. Pick them up. Don't care if you're angry. Pick Did anyone up. see the cap they made for him? And it had number one draft pick on the side of it amongst his accolades. Is is, is being <laughs> is being drafted number one really an accolade? Like that just puts you in the same class as Jack Watts and fucking Tom Boyd. Um, except without the premiership medal, in Boyd's case. Yeah, but, well, um, but particularly because you didn't have to fucking do anything to be picked at one. No, like you, you were literally the at eighteen. You not, were the, you were most potential. That's the award. 
not to mention him and his parents were crying they couldn't go to Carlton at that mm. time as well. Yes, that's right, two days before the draft. He's always loved Carlton, we've always loved it, it's just so tragic, shut the fuck up. Well, to be fair, would you want, would you want your son raised in the St Kilda culture? Not a parent, don't have to answer that question. <laughs> um, anything else out of that game? Toby Green, Mr. 20 and 3, doing it again. Josh Kelly is very, very good at football. Mm. Yes. You, that's future St Kilda player, Josh Kelly. It's going to be brilliant. Future North year. Melbourne superstar, right, Josh Kelly. Just put the on him, Cookie. He's going to North now. Going to North. Oh, fuck. Kiss of death. He's obviously going to Hawthorne in the pre-season draft for three. Oh. <laughs> Let's go to the final game, which was what well, Hawthorne took until the second half to kick a goal. So is, is this rock bottom penal? Well, I, I think given that the umpires pretty much walked all, uh, most of our goals in for us, yeah, it's uh, we we did we did well to fight back and win the second half, but that was mostly because Port just kicked points. The Hawthorne lost that game in the first quarter, even if they had the security guards as their teammates <laughs> on the ground as extra help, they still would have lost. We literally had fucking uh, twenty three players on the field, like the. Our 18, the three umpires, sorry, four umpires, and then two security guards. So we had 20, it was 24 versus 18, and we still fucking couldn't kick a goal in the first half. I found this game to be quite gooey and therapeutic, so I did enjoy this quite a lot. I think everybody enjoyed well, this. It was a well, lovely game. But although I will say that Channel 7's fucking coffee of this game was horrible because... The whole night they were going about fucking Port Adelaide being genuine premiership contenders because they went to fourth place or something and they were going to just... I went and looked at their fixture after the game and they haven't beaten anyone. Like, the highest-ranked team they've beaten is Fremantle and pretty much everyone agrees that they're a fraud side. And other than that, they've just beat up on Carlton, Brisbane and the Suns and now Hawthorne. I mean, we're crap. Everyone they've beaten is crap. Well, still enough to put them above West Coast. But even then, they lost to West Coast. They've, they've mm. failed every test that's been thrown at them. And the fucking goo on Thursday night was unbearable. And fucking Charlie Dixon. Yeah, okay, good on him. He kicked a couple goals to fucking save himself from the embarrassment of looking like a retard the previous week. But they are talking like he's a second coming of Carey or something. Oh, no, I, he needs more He needs more red wines and bashing women with glasses to get to Carey stage yet. But no, nothing else out of that game? Yeah, you tagged me in something sorry. and said Brad Ebert got chaired off. Is that true? <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was the actual fact. He was cheered off the ground. That's not right. That's just so not right. If Brad ever gets cheered off, the terrorists win. I know I, I overdo it with this, but really, when it all comes down to it, why should average players get the same treatment as the great players? Hey, hey, the, Brad, the, Brad, the, e, Brad Ebert led the Brownlow after two rounds once upon a time. Remember? I don't care. The guy called Matt so, Prittis that won fucking Brownlow. So, that's, no, right. that's Brownlow medalist Matt Prittis. He's a star. It's, 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 the, it's, the average, it's the average players that make your club great. They're the heart and soul of your no, club. And it's your depth of independence. the best players of the competition. Why does it matter to you, Dan? They're not cheering you off. It's, it's about fairness and what's right. <laughs> yeah. Those sort of things, the, the guards of honour and things like that, should be for the top percent of 
players in the competition. Not a participation award like you would get when you play basketball, footy, and everyone won. So by that logic, you're saying that Jack Zeeble should never be chaired off after a milestone game? If he was to retire right now, no. No, there's... There's a very clear difference between someone like Brad Ebert, who's been an above-average player playing for most of his career in a crap side and sticking it out and doing the hard yards, and someone like Andrew Mackey, who just gets carried by better players around him. I, I think the, the Eberts of your club are what make him great. Well, Andrew Mackey getting chaired off, that just sums up his career, doesn't it? If he's getting carried off the ground, the same way he gets carried on it. Carried, carried on and indeed carried all around if the ground. If anything, they should give him a lap of honour on, on their shoulders for Andrew Mackey, just to all four corners of the ground being carried right up to the premiership dais, really. What was the significance of it? Was it like 200 games, 300 games? 200, 200 games, so he, he's in the Anthony oh, Rocker conversation not even now. that. That's just not even... It's not right. So you're you're a no you're a no to Brad Ebert. Yeah, definitely no. He's just a he's just a, an average good midfielder. I, I, there's nothing special about him. You know what the AFL should do, all right? If it looks like the players are trying to chair a guy off, the umpires should get involved and tell and tell them to <laughs> get it get it down and torture get them. It down or, or, no, 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 not torture. No, we will erase the scoreboard and you'll be on zero if you keep carrying him <laughs> off the ground. It should be an AFL initiative that's directed to the umpires and they Wait. take control. Lose a goal off your score for every five metres you carry them. Yes, yes, not right. We shouldn't be celebrating averageness. I hope that Brad Ebert doesn't have a big footy account like Favola did because <laughs> um, we shattered to see what Dan's got to say about him and with that we'll move to the talking points. Brendan Favola has admitted to reading big footy after a bad game and... Apparently it got him down. Well, what did you expect, Fair? Oh, well, Chief, you, you've got blood on your hands. You've ruined this man's life. Favola really could have used the black or the white Fred at that given moment. <laughs> it's like the Matrix. It's like the red or the blue pill. Fev's got the choice of the black and the white thread. It's like, how deep does the rabbit hole go? Into the black thread for Fev. Oh, shit. You think he listens to the podcast? Oh, well, who knows? Well, we know big boy McAvoy does. Brendan, when in, in 08, when you played against Hawthorne, I ran on the ground when Buddy kicked a goal. No, when he kicked that 100 goal. And when, when it looked like you were going to kick that hundred, your 100 goal, we, I wanted to get on the ground again, but we couldn't because you, <laughs> let, us, you let us down. I've always considered you a massive disappointment since then, and, and that will never change. Cause it's because Clarko flooded the back line. <laughs> Put rough yeah, in the that, is, that is so <laughs> sad. The game that was is so, so good. No, it's, no, it's, 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 it's Alton. It's a great troll. Yeah, I love it's it. It's the saltiest the game was already won, and he denied that, that man history. That is so no, sad. That is literally small man syndrome, what happened. Yeah, but because it, it was calm, it was funny. You know what? You know how people just don't forget things like that? Like, we're, we're talking about it now, and that happened, like, nearly 10 years ago. It's going to stay with him for the rest of his coaching career. People are going to keep this chip. Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's what people are going to remember. They're not going to remember the four flags or the angry midget <laughs> punching holes in the walls or trading Mitchell and Lewis. They're going to remember what he I'm did. I'm not himself. saying they're not going to not remember those things. You're in a real floggish sort of mood tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you tell them. You just settle down and, and host a podcast, yeah? <laughs> no, no, you're a role. Are you saying I'm a role player? 
Uh, well, you're, well, you can do this by yourself, and you can see how far you can get. Okay. Right. So, so do I get do I get chaired off? Do I get chaired off in my last? The Starburns podcast. Let's all listen to that. <laughs> Just you, you're talking about the lollipop guild could chair. Well, if it's just if it's just you, how are you going to how are you going to chair yourself off? If it's just going to be you, no, because we had we had the question was it last week? What what uh, what player is your podcasting style? Yeah, so just determine if that if that player is worthy of a chairing off. What's Caleb Daniel? I think that's what I ended up with. Um, He's not quite chairing off territory yet. I think I'm the only. If there was ever anyone that was going to be chaired off, it would be me. The rest of you, <laughs> not sure. It's becoming more and more like Teach by the week. But yeah, Cookie had a question that went with Bev reading Big Footy, and we might ask it now. Yeah, what would various AFL personalities' reactions be if they listened to this vlogcast? I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> I hope Lumumba ever listened to us. I'm just trying to think who who actually might listen to us and enjoy it. Probably like I don't know Rory Sloan, maybe. Imagine Pendlebury if he listened to it. <laughs> Maynard. <laughs> Pendlebury probably went, did the disappearing act at last year's BNF because he knew it was coming. <laughs> I hope Liam Shields never listens to this podcast because I think I'll have a restraining order taken out against me. <laughs> what about Stratosphere? And You've incriminated him. Ryan Burton's probably heading in that direction as well. I hope no plays. Listen to me when I curse them. That would be pretty good. I hope they all listen to me when I bag the shit out of the players. <laughs> Every, you know, the especially the ones who got chaired off. Well, I'm not. I'm not really bagging them per se. I'm just saying they <laughs> don't saying deserve, they don't deserve it. Well, compared to the great players, no, they don't. I mean, that's there's nothing wrong with saying that. It's just it's, that's just fair. You're not a nice man, Dan. Anything else on Fev reading Big Footy? Stop reading it. It's there was some uh, some good, good investigative journalism going on in that thread to uncover a certain current listed player. Sherrod Wellingham. And you know it's him. The same birth date for starters. The same birth date on the account. The username is like Sherrod backwards or like the last five names, five letters backwards. Dora. Dora. And yeah. it's got 30-odd posts, all of which are about Sherrod Wellingham. <laughs> So either it's if it's not him, it's immediate family or friends. Like yeah. it's got to be. They haven't logged in since well, 2011, which is probably roughly when Wellingham got traded. Yeah, you know, Kimul Sung had a had an account on Big Footy, and I think his but but date of birth was the same as the real Kimul Sung. Is it the, is it the same person? Did he post be? only about him? I don't know what he posted about. Oh, I'm you need, just you trying to do some. You need to do some digging then. Oh, okay. Because this guy popped up when he was in the like at the under eighteen level and like oh, about yeah. to be drafted, talking about how great how great a uh, player he was at the under eighteen level. So that's why it could be like a family or friend yeah. thing. But it's got to be. Uh, I think it's him. I really do. It's got to be him. The facts are undeniable. Shut up. Let's move on to Jared Harbrow's a good bloke. Oh, yes, he is a good bloke, and his family and friends are the ones that know him best and that um, the people that don't know him, you know, are entitled to their opinion, and now he just has to work hard to win back the trust of his teammates, and he'll be back bigger and better than ever. Is that what he said, more or less? I don't know what he said. I think he only got arrested. Like He will say something on the lines of, of what I just said. You're an AFL footballer. Order a fucking Uber. You have the money. But if he's a good bloke, he's allowed to drive. That's but he's rules, not a good it? bloke. Like, 
Is he in the is he in the leadership? I heard I read something about him being in the leadership group at probably, the Gold Coast. Probably it? it's the Gold Coast. Yeah, that's shit. It's probably going to get get a cheering off as well when he retires. <laughs> so much for them, like eradicating their culture problem. Well, they tried to try oh. O'Meara out, but it just that wasn't enough. I was thinking more Dixon, but okay. O'Meara is a model citizen. Model citizen. Like, I'm pretty sure he'd be one of the the only players in the league with no dirt on him whatsoever. Yeah, except he gave up his his legs, his kneecaps for a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was a good trade on his behalf, but anyway. <laughs> I think it was a brilliant trade on St. Gilda's behalf. Mm. Oh, no, but you're going to have to give up Billings for a third rounder, apparently. Isn't that oh, how is that what the North Board's saying? No, no, that's what the Hawthorne Board's saying. Oh, ugh. Yeah, apparently the, more, second half of, apparently the second half of that deal that hasn't been done yet involves Billings to Hawthorne for nothing. <laughs> is that right, Penal? <laughs> yep, you know it. <laughs> Good luck, Hawthorne. Well, they need to fucking make cap room for Rockcliffe. <laughs> Billings is going to have to be sacrificed. We have, like, 1.7 million freak. Um, <laughs> I think we've got enough for Rockcliffe. Anything else on Jared Highbrow? Don't drink and drive. No, bad. Bad boy. It's enough to make you want to castrate him. And... See, that's just silly. Why would you... I'm not saying do that to <laughs> AFL players, you moron. That's just... That's dumb. Come on. He could have killed people. He's not a terrorist. He was just caught drinking driving. Jesus. Speaking of driving, Stevie J's car getting nicked with the golf clubs in the back. Do we have anything on that? What's his golf clubs? He can afford something nicer than a Ford Falcon. Like, I mean, fucking, I know you're from Geelong originally, but you don't have to take that commitment to the extreme. Got it. Take it to Sydney with you. Maybe the golf clubs are worth more than the car itself. Probably are. Mm. I heard that was what his main concern was with his clubs. Not the car. No, no, honestly, I don't have anything much out of this. Let's move on to last of the talking points. Robbo and Fasolo. Look, it was a bit odd to see Fasolo back after two days, but geez, Robbo, gotta be smarter than that. Yeah, it was a very sort of flippant sort of response, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it was, was ill considered. Is a generous way of putting it. Shame on you, Robbo. I, I, we've, all, we've all said things when we've been drunk that we've regretted. I, I Incredible things I we've been drunk. Never. Never? Never. 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 No, ever. you generally say stupid things when you're sober <laughs> that you regret. <laughs> what? What is that his excuse, was it, that he was drunk? Nah, that's just the excuse I mean, Well, He was clearly probably shit-faced. He sent it at 11am. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know. Shame on you, Robbo. The guy's gloom and depressed and you're making fun of him. Just, yeah, I mean... It was Just, a bit, expect mm, that sort of I wonder what's happened Dan. here, but... You, you need no, to I wouldn't make fun of someone's depression. It's just not right. Come on. For somebody whose job is with words, it was just so... Are you cool. still here? You haven't said anything yeah, in an hour. I was waiting for Morgs <laughs> to chime in on Robbo and for Sol. It's the only reason I brought it up. Yeah, I thought it was just awful. The fact that he once again made a drug implication directed at Collingwood was ridiculous. Oh, shit. Get over it, Robbo. Well... That's a long bow to draw, but Why? Not, not that I not that I agree with he, what Robbo said, but he commented and said amazing like amazing drugs that we have that have cured his depression. Get out, Robbo, you're a pig. Robbo is going to black. The, uh, black. Robbo is not even welcome on the Collingwood board. At least that's one thing they can agree on. Over there. He should be castrated and just flung over like wherever 
Kilo or whatever the fuck he came from. Hey, you just said something stupid <laughs> on Twitter. What is it with these people wanting to castrate these? <laughs> what is it with you? Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm forgetting the terrorists, not bloody football personalities. You people are sick. <laughs> We're sick. I get. I guess if 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 this whole sorry affair has a, a silver lining, it's that um, obviously this coupled with the uh, Tom Downey retirement a couple weeks ago has got the start start getting uh, a few people talking about mental health in football. You know, Gill's put out a statement, which is good to see the issue being addressed. I know there's yeah, there's a lot a lot of it probably bubbling away under the surface and uh, not really talked about. So it's good to see it getting some attention, although it would be nicer if it were done in a more tactful way. But, yeah, I guess the support for for Solo has been good to see from non-idiot journos. Question time, I think. Uh, Ilksy wants to know on a scale of 1 to Essen how brave was Goldsack playing with one arm? Essendon level braveness. Um, Yeah, sure. Um, Brave is brave. Absolutely, so top top of the scale, off the scale, yeah, above the Ilksy, scale. Why, why did you have to say the B word? <laughs> because he was brave. Don't be afraid of bravery. That's not very brave. He he was. I guess Morgs isn't going to give us an answer on the no. scale. No. Matrox. Epic, epic bravery. K4E wants brave to know dog. which St Kilda seemingly out of the race for Kelly and Fife. How long should the dwarf tosses signed Rockcliffe up for? Uh, seven zero. years. <laughs> no, I was going to say nine years. <laughs> zero years, zero dollars, zero cents, and just you no, know. zero cent. Zero cents is what you're going to display when you give him a nice and back one contract. castration. You can get his dick cut off. What? Oh God! <laughs> you started this. Shit. I re- no, I, yeah, well, I know, and no, I, I regret saying it now. No, this this I, this I can endorse uh, because at least it would uh, lead the fucking. Three, three out of tens of Brisbane, feeling a lot safer. He doesn't get much penetration yeah, give, anyway. Give him a give, give him a nine year deal with a option to coaching afterwards at St Kilda, <laughs> million bucks a year. How about we don't do that and we just pretend Rockliffe doesn't Oh, exist. oh, oh! Let's just let's just cut off his dick like <laughs> like inspection daily. <laughs> That's got to be his contract. He wants to play for St Kilda. Dick gets cut off. We cannot Look, risk the scandals. It's, it's. I know you're upset about the fact that you're trading Billings or nothing to make room for him, but sacrifice must be made. That would have almost be a prerequisite for getting signed at Skilda. <laughs> That's why you got no father son. We mate. get a surprisingly high amount of daughters. Every Essendon supporter begging for a Goddard father and son. They're going to be disappointed in about 20 years' time. BJ but yet no Rockcliffe. He can be told to fuck off. You stay in your hillbilly Queensland country. And we'll go out and get Josh Kelly. I want me some jelly. You sound jelly. You, you jelly of the you jelly of uh, the fact that we're about to bend you over at the trade table for Billings. <laughs> so jelly. You're gonna get Rockcliffe. Jelly of all the other clubs making big signs. If St Kilda sign Rockcliffe, I'll sing a song on this podcast of anyone's choice. <laughs> Next question. Ilksy wants to know, has there been a more embarrassing display from a team board than the shit fight currently happening on the Pies board? Oh, the black and white. Oh, yes. Look, the entire Essendon board for a while there. The Geelong board for the last couple of years. But for a single moment, I think this is peak. (laughs) This is peak level of (laughs) idiocy. And it's brilliant. Are the two two threads still open? No. No, because then... I was going to go and have a look. 
Look, no. You can go read through and like the post. I can still go. Make sure you go to make sure you go to the white thread because that's the shorter of the two, and you won't have to read okay. it. And that's why Morgs did all their work in. <laughs> I, I hope I get votes this week for my work on the Conquered board. But no, anything more embarrassing? Nothing. No, 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 no. no I don't think so. I can. I, can I mean, the it. fucking Adelaide board tippet thread was pretty good back in the oh, day. The Twitter but... thread on the West Coast board. I can think of ballpark things, but this is something else. Especially for what happened afterwards. Just the entire no, it, No lurking likers on the Carlton board. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to get, yeah, I guess to get the mods to fucking stop watching the game and devote the game day to fucking moving posts between threads, it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. All right. It's still funny. <laughs> this week on the day, thread of the week. The, the, uh, my well, thread of the week, uh, obviously. got to be that, doesn't it? Obviously, the white thread. <laughs> I, I, Bayuta Advocate? Yep, Bayuta Advocate. That was what I was going to nominate before the Collingwood board thread came up. Quality from Benoit, quality contributions, seriously high-quality stuff in there. The anti-castration, really. Mm. You're starting to sound like George R. R. Martin. You've got a fascination oh, with chopped oh, off dicks. Oh, he, it was, cause, yeah, his idea. Fucking shit. Hey, I, I, it was an idea that I mentioned once for the most disgusting, horrible people on the planet, and, and you've got someone else wanting to do it Carl for supported. AFL persona- personalities and players. You people who are in the wrong. You guys are weird. <laughs> <laughs> any any honourables? Why doesn't um, your piece of shit team learn the rules a bit better? I liked um, Hodgepodge's um, leadership spill call for Bay positions. It does have a ring of Juritz's Josh the Mod from you. Yeah, it know, does. But yep. it's still... That was always a goodie. I guess, yeah, more more team board shit, but the um, not not quite on the level of the Collingwood board, but the the Hawkins thread on the uh, Geelong board this week was pretty good. Like yeah. you know, it's fucking gone mental uh, in there. Be when fucking Stabby McGee is looking like the voice of reason. Mega structures, Brendan Goddard's hat, engineering mega structures. I think it was called. That one wasn't bad. Actually, can I give it an honourable mention at the Dan's? Um, Batman and Robin is better than Mochin. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know it makes sense. Oh, it got locked. Oh, and law, crimson and, law sh- and Dangerwood. Oh, that's not locked. right. Why would you lock that thread? Can you unlock, unlock it? Unlock it for me, will you? Well, I posted it to try and lend it some legitimacy, but clearly, I can't. Super, <laughs> super, super, super mod so You can unlock it, can't you? Yes, yes, you can. You can bring people back from the dead. Come on, unlock it. Well, actually, I can't do that. Not, yes, you can. Only Bushy can do so, that. Only Bushy <laughs> bring people back from the dead. Did you see the um the fuck Mary kill club thread? <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, like half an hour, <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I liked it a lot. But I think it's between Baytuda and Collingwood Board, so where are we going? Collingwood Board. Collingwood Board. Collingwood Board, yeah. And there it is. Flog of the week. <laughs> so, yeah, Sports could... maniac. Um, whatever the fuck his last two digits are. See, I was going to go to the Collingwood Board at Flog of the Week time for just everyone who took those threads seriously. So basically everyone except Morgs. If, if you were in there and you were engaging in that exercise and believing it was a good idea and not trolling the fuck out of it, you are the loser. You are the flog of the week. Or, con- or consequently believing it was a bad idea and melting over it for the last time. <laughs> well, but that's just taking it seriously, isn't it? And if you were engaged in moving the posts and behind the idea, then you get you get a nom too. You get a nom. You get a nom. Everybody gets the a nom. The whole board gets a nom. <laughs> but seriously, 
anyone who listens to this podcast, go and have a read. It's hilarious. <laughs> Especially all those Collingwood players who listen the in, like, on... and Rigo have a listen. The fact <laughs> that on the first page they give up the rights to the thread to me. <laughs> yeah, you idiots. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, fuck. Oh, the, those those poor players when they go in and read the black thread after the game. Okay, do we have anybody else? Still Sports Maniac 89. Uh, Dr. Jero, yeah, as all usual. All the, all the current terrorists in the world can be my fog of the week. How about that? <laughs> Your time will come. We're coming for you. Yes. We have Dan on our side. We find him and we fuck him up. <laughs> That's the way to go. Okay, so Colling- Collingwood board or Sports Maniac or... ISIS. ISIS. <laughs> God, they, they don't listen to us. They're not going to attack us. Come on. If, they, if they're coming for anyone, they're coming for the people who are fucking telling everyone they're going to fucking rip them apart. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Fuck it. You've just got us all signed all our death warrants, you fuck. Next North Home game, they'll be wondering that Nettie had, like, morgues in it now looking for death. <laughs> If somebody you would have all, me, if somebody you would have all died goes, for, a no, for a noble oh. cause. You Dan, Dan, we want to know where this man is. <laughs> Dan, you've got to harm North's attendances, or, and they're already quite low. Anybody else got anything? They end up getting on the PA, making an announcement at the game. Where is Dan? We will kill him. <laughs> I can, yeah, Jero's always good for a dishonourable, but uh, probably fucking Dan. Dan, Dan wins. Uh, how original. Let's write Dan for <laughs> of the week, yeah? Like every other week. It's unwarranted. I'm trying to create world peace here, and you guys are down all over me. It's, no, right. it's only Penal who's nominated you, Dan. You get angry. Yeah, and everyone else will, will jump on in. If you didn't get so fucking salty about it, no. Yes, I'm salty and I'm upset and you should nominate me for Flog of the... Are you testing the coin, Cookson? Did I just... <laughs> did you just toss the coin on the table? Get it, you get the coin ready? He wants to work out who to vote for for the week. So do we really want to give it to Dan? Collingwood board, obviously. No, Collingwood, Collingwood fucking board. Last week's poll, the Traeger Park Tree, 16.7% are with Dan and said cut it down. 16.7% said Jack Watts prefers background breastfeeding over baby formula and an overwhelming 66.7% said love it. So bad luck, Dan. It stays. Bullshit. It's just an anti-poll. No one's citing the tree. They're just citing against If you cut it down, you're a terrorist and we'll cut off your ball. (laughs) You're a terrorist in nature, Dan. Eco-terrorist. Next week's games. Cooksy, what do we got? Uh, we have got ourselves a nice Spanish five uh, pace... Peso? P-T-A-S coin. What's on it? it? It has got the Spanish royal symbol, as you can see on their flag. I can't and... see shit, mate. Oh, I can't see the coin. That's just... Google their flag, then. And the <laughs> head of... Uh, I, I think you should Carlos do this with your... Uh, Camera turned on like Sue's. No, fuck. <laughs> no, it just it just means Starbucks were cheating him like he did a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yeah. He legitimately got that. I should you not. Yes, we know. We I'm know. an honest person. I'm <laughs> Bullshit. Honest. God, that's I'm just so salty, Dan. Just... <laughs> So salty. Yeah, I'm so salty. Yeah, yeah you are. You fucking are. Yeah, yeah, of course I am. Yeah. Spanish guy to Spanish I, head I to me. Then. Oh, you're salty, 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 salty. <laughs> if I was a pack of chips, I'd be salt and vinegar. 
would that be right? Coin has tipped Sydney. I haven't even Googled the coin yet. I wanted to see what it looked like. Oh, bad luck. Oh, all right, fair enough. Crows and Kilda. Oh, fucking this is going to need the lube. Well, not if you got, you forgot to put the jinx on the kiss of death on Rory this week. Cookie, you apologise. <laughs> now he's going to be good again. Adelaide. By a convincing margin. Hawthorne versus the Gold Coast. We all know how this went last time. Gold Coast. Yeah, not surprising. Brian's Frio. It's gone Brian's. Essendon Port. We have got ourselves Port. GWS Reserves versus GWS. Shit. Uh, (laughs) GWS Reserves. GWS Reserves. And finally, Queen's Birthday, (laughs) Melbourne versus Collingwood. Uh, We have got Collingwood. All right. Any last words on any of those games? Are you sure the coin had a proper warm-up? Because it sounded like a couple of times you fluffed it. Yeah, you should have tested the coin thoroughly beforehand. It hit the fucking edge of my computer screen. What are you doing flipping it on the edge of your computer screen? It's the base of it. The base is big. Anything to add? We're going to need fucking lube in our game. And a metric fuck ton of it. Well, if Melbourne can beat Adelaide at Adelaide, why can't St Kilda? Because we're shit. I think the Bryants could actually beat Fremantle. I actually don't give a shit about Brisbane Lions and Fremantle. Fremantle is shit enough to drop this. It'll be due to hometown umpiring, at least if you believe sports maniac. If there was Uh ever a game that didn't matter, this is Oh, yeah, this is the ultimate game that doesn't matter. We don't have to talk about it next week. Sydney can't beat the Western Bulldogs, so they're going to get smashed. Yeah, I just don't have, I don't have much out of this. I, I would really love it if Hawthorne got smacked again, though. Oh, I would love that as well. Well, considering we only seem to try every second week now, I think we're due for a good game. I hope. Uh, I reckon that's it, is it? Yeah, I've got to go. I've got to make some phone calls to the Prime Minister and the President. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's got a Skype call with the United Nations waiting. Geneva Convention? Nah, fuck that shit. I never went to the Geneva Convention. (laughs) Hey, Mr. Prime Minister. Hey, lads, what's the good word? Seriously, you sound like some fucking nutjob, Dan. If they blow shit up, they'd catch them and cut their dicks off. These are terrorists. (laughs) These These are people that you don't give the rights to... Well, they, they don't deserve rights. I don't disagree about, you know... Then why, then why, why, why are you saying I'm a nutjob if you're disagreeing with the sentiments that I'm saying? I just don't... I, I don't think you cut their dicks off. No, okay, listen, listen, listen. I didn't... I don't mean cut their dicks off per se. I'm saying torture them. Yeah, well, that might not, mean... That's not much That better. might mean... That might mean leading to that, but it could it could mean <laughs> other things as well. <laughs> I'm not nuts. It was you and Cookson that kept... <laughs> Going on about the castration <laughs> and cutting off. Because you mentioned it once, you said Theo Two weeks ago, Morgan, Morgan mentioned about Caitlyn Jenner cutting her dick off. Oh, <laughs> not Not this shit again. Oh, fuck. Dan, why are you so obsessed with dicks being cut off? <laughs> oh, my God. These people are just odd. Odd. You guys are obsessed. I say one thing, and you guys are multiple. Obsessed. By a thousand. By a thousand. I don't, just stop, please. No, I don't yeah. think any of us have ever talked about someone's dick being cut off. I mentioned it once, and it gets multiplied a thousand times by you, by Starburn. Like, apparently I said track record, and it gets mentioned every every week. And I didn't even say it at the beginning. I don't think we've mentioned track record in, like, three weeks. No, you mention it every week. No, no, we, we, definitely, we, we definitely didn't mention it today, but you can get you can bet it's getting brought up next week. 
I don't think we even mentioned it last week either. I reckon we mentioned it for a couple of weeks after he said it, and then we sort of forgot about it. We found the newest thing. You amplify things. Uh, you guys and, are just weird. And, and, and the newest of the new is uh, Dick's being cut off. That's on you guys. That's, 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 got, that's not me. You were the one who mentioned no, Theon Greyjoy. You were the one who mentioned Theon Greyjoy. You were the one right, who and... the track on of talking about Dick's being cut off. I'm just, I'm shaking my head. This is just wrong. <laughs> People are weird. I think I'm going to ask for a trade to the to the main board podcast. I think I've done this for about four or five the, What about years. the SRP and podcast? Therefore, <laughs> I'm probably eligible for free agency, and you know, I can just go over there whenever uh, I want. Join, no, join you, Wooksy. You're not eligible for free agency because you don't have a gold podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Time to wrap it up. All right. So this was the vlogcast for round twelve. Starburns joined by Cookson. Goodbye, all. Morgs. White thread. <laughs> Penal. Looks like Tarzan plays like Kane. <laughs> and Dan. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.